the Rebbe Rashab has a profound and uh, fascinating explanation of these psukim. What is this? Who is this Jew who harbors such feelings and thoughts that he'll follow the desires of his heart and nothing will happen to him? He's immune to all the predictions that Hashem has given the Jewish people. Who is this Jew? And the Rebbe Rashab explains like this. This is a Jew who has a profound and sophisticated understanding of the, of the relationship of a Jew with Hashem. He understands what it's about. He also understands that there are two channels of relationship with Hashem in creation. There are the Jewish people whose entire relationship is centered around the deeper divine meaning of creation. This divine meaning has been bestowed upon us as a people through Torah Mitzvahs. All the provisions that we get from heaven in life, whether it's material or spiritual, is centered around that purpose. And they're given commensurate with that purpose. They may not necessarily be in abundance. They may not be in quantity a lot. But their quality, they're, they're meaningful because they have divine meaning. Even our material lives has divine meaning. Our material lives become an accessory to a divine purpose. There's a whole other channel of provision where things are given gratuitously with no purpose just because Hashem is infinitely kind and Hashem is infinitely gratuitous He gives to creations whatever they want and the purpose of that giving is not centered around God or, or the purpose associated with God it's that Hashem is kind to His creations and this abundance comes to, to creations um, without any expectations without any strings attached. And it comes in abundance because there's no purpose to it. It's not tied to any inner divine purpose. Now there's a Jew who says, listen, I'd like to follow my own desires. I want to live a life which is not bound by a deeper divine purpose. I want to live my life in a more self-centered self-gratifying life where I get my abundance and my resources from heaven without any strings attached, without any restrictions totally gratuitously as it says in the Chumash the Jews were craving to go back to Egypt he said the Egyptians ate their food they received their sustenance from Hashem gratuitously because for those pagans Hashem sustained them and gave them all His resources without any purpose, without any meaning. This Jew says, I don't want my material resources to be tied to any deeper divine meaning. And I want to get them in abundance so I can fulfill myself. So I'm going to do things that I like. So Torah says, although it says in Kabbalah that a person... Temporarily, a Jew can drag his neshama who is intricately tied with Hashem and with that divine purpose and channel that is designated for Jews and he can drag his neshama to receive from that other channel, the channel that is not the Jewish channel. But Torah tells him it's only temporary. 
An neshama is a neshama, and is always connected to its divine source, and eventually will have to come back to its natural state. <coughs> this is the meaning of the word. He says, Shiyus libi eilech. I'd like to switch to the other channel. I want to find fulfillment in a channel which doesn't put any demands on me, doesn't have any expectations. And if I have a need for spiritual uh, fulfillment, I'll find that spiritual fulfillment. There are plenty of ideologies out there that give you a sense of satisfaction, that you're a good person, if you're an ethical person, and you can also enjoy uh, the materialistic resources of life in a very uh, self-gratifying way. It's not a contradiction. Why do I need to assign on to this other channel? So, Torah says to this person that this doesn't work. You can't do this. You want to switch Rava with Tzmeya. Tzmeya, Rashi says in Sanhedrin in one place, that the word Hatzmeya, the thirsty one, is a reference to the Jewish people. And the is called Hatzmeya. Jews are thirsty. They're always thirsty. Not because they're physically dehydrated, but because the Neshamas are dehydrated. A Neshama of a Yid is in a constant state of unquenchable thirst. And Hashemah is thirsty for Hashem, and no matter how much it achieves in its closeness to Hashem, getting closer to Hashem, it is never satisfied. It's a thirst that continues to nag at the Hashemah, wanting more, more of Hashem. This is the nature of a Hashemah. Laman is a chavit yidam. the Mark says, Chavit is the neshama. The neshama cries out and sings to Hashem and is never silent. It cannot be silent. Its singing is an expression of its natural longing and thirst. Rava is a satisfied one. These are people that are satisfied as long as they have everything they want in life. They have all the natural and material resources. And they also have the mental and psychological resources and spiritual resources that human beings who want to feel fulfilled find great satisfaction in those. They're never thirsty. They can be satisfied. They have a good life. This Jew says, I want to live that kind of a life. I'm envious. You want to be Sfeiz Rovez at He wants to join the Rova uh, channel. Not at Tzmeya. It doesn't work because you are inherently designed to be part of the Tzmeya group of Neshamas.